Well, of course, um, there is another guest, a familiar figure of uh, the Proteus, the former Proteus player, Umar Ndezonde. Can you tell us about the Proteus? Yes, I believe it's Umar Ndezonde. I believe it's Umar Ndezonde. Well, of course, uh, the World Cup that uh, we've waited for more than five years, the T20 World Cup of men, uh, which is taking place uh, in UAE. Well, let's just start with the... Uh, qualifies well we know that uh, there are uh, eight teams that uh, they are uh, already waiting uh, uh, in group uh, a and uh, that is group one and b uh, that they are already waiting there they are waiting for the two teams each group that they are currently playing uh, the qualifiers well because in a in a qualifier a already sri lanka they are through of it in most of it uh, I don't see it changing. Those who joining the, the group uh, of South Africa, England, Sri Lanka. In fact, uh, that's not Sri Lanka. It's, uh, it's going to be the West Indies, which are the defending champions, and also Australia. And also the second place of the qualifier B, of which uh, I think they are already uh, confirmed uh, as to who is going to join that group. Well, can we say that uh, we were... We were expecting uh, this result that we see in qualifier uh, uh, with A and B. But um, yeah, I expected Sri Lanka definitely to, to qualify um, in A group. Um, it was a bit of a toss-up between Ireland and Namibia for me in terms of who was going to qualify there. But Sri Lanka were the clear favourites. Um, I was actually surprised that that um, they didn't qualify automatically. Um, they do have a pretty good T20 squad, so um, there's no surprises there at all, yeah. Well, but uh, with the qualifier group B, 
I'm not too sure what's happening there. Well, many people they were uh, uh, looking at uh, Bangladesh to top that group. Unfortunately, uh, Bangladesh they are number two now. They join that tricky side. Uh, in fact, uh, that uh, tricky group of South Africa as the runners-up. Scotland they have surprised everyone. Your take on that? I think it's, I think it's Scotland. Um, just uh, obviously surprised everyone. I think um, they just worked on fundamentals of, of their fundamental skills, and obviously the coach obviously brought in a few um, individuals in their management staff as well. So I think that worked out for, for them. And obviously Bangladesh obviously will, will be disappointed now that they didn't uh, beat Scotland in, the, in those uh, group, group stages. Mm. Well, of course, uh, Monde, uh, you did mention that uh, um, Namibia and also Ireland, they still have a chance of uh, securing that second sport final uh, group A. And as it stands, they are playing that final match uh, Namibia, they need 21 rounds of 18 balls. It seems likely that they will get it. And if they do, they will uh, sit on number two and join that group of the India Indian uh, Super 12. Well, we'd love to have another team in the African continent, of course. Yeah, it would be great if, uh, if Namibia did qualify. Um, there's a couple of South Africans actually. Uh, we're all playing for Namibia, yeah. and the coaching staff is pretty nice, South African as well. Uh, Pierre Dubrain is the head coach of Namibia, so he played for the Titans, we know him pretty well. I think Albi Mopo also is part of the backroom staff. Uh, so it would be nice, yeah, to have a couple of um, Southern African teams in the T20 World Cup. And we do expect them to win a 21 for eight, uh, of 18 needed. And Namibia actually had a good preparation. I know they played a couple of the... Um, the franchise teams actually uh, to, for the warm-ups, they did really well, really well against those teams. So they've had a pretty good build-up to the T T Twenty World Cup qualifiers, and uh, it would be nice if they did qualify. Well, of course, we will be keeping an eye on that match that is currently playing now. Uh, well, of course, let's move uh, to the warm-up games. Well, uh, as I said earlier on, eight teams they are already waiting uh, in in those uh, group two groups of uh, the Super 12. Just to recap as to who was already there. In Group 1, we have uh, Australia, England, South Africa, and the defending champion, uh, West Indies. In Group 2, Afghanistan, India, New Zealand, and Pakistan. Those are the teams that were already waiting uh, in uh, those groups. Well, of course, the warm-up matches, uh, well, they were, well, they were very interesting with some results that well, one would feel like hmm, I wasn't expecting those. Can you perhaps say that, uh, well, um, what can we read on those games of the warm-up leading to the Super 12 games? Well, yeah, so I didn't watch one of them. Um, touch on South Africa, they've obviously done really well. Um, I was expected to win their first game. Uh, which they did comfortably. Uh, I thought the game against um, Pakistan was very, very tense and a very good game to watch. Um, it looked like at some point that we were just cruising and we weren't um, really going to get to the total, but Rastifan had just played a hell of a lot to get 100 or 50 odd goals. Um, I think he single-handedly um, pretty much won us the game by himself. I mean, Timber did stick around and, and get along with him for a while, 
but uh, Rassi was really good. So I thought that our preparation would be really good. Uh, so there's certainly a lot of positives that we can take from there. We just want our top order to be firing. Quentin hasn't scored any runs. Um, and in terms of uh, the batting order, I'm not sure um, if they're going to keep the same batting order they had against Pakistan. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see with who they go with. But um, I thought, yeah, our batting has been really good. And our preparation has actually gone a lot better than expected, I think. Well, of course, uh, I will come back to those points. But I just want uh, to uh, pick your, uh, your take on the uh, other uh, games. Well, we've seen the game between India and England and also India and uh, uh, Australia. And also Australia versus uh, New Zealand. Well, can you, like, uh, can you read much on those games? with all those teams because those are the teams that many people they are putting their money on as you go to the semi-finals um look i think india obviously won both their games uh, quite comfortably if you can put it that way but i must say that india is, is doing looking very very solid um there's england as well that's that's there um but i think i'll give the, the top if that that uh, you mentioned the, the three sides i must say india's on top then follow and then obviously New Zealand, Australia as was well is a wild card. I mean, not many people are really talking about Australia at the moment. But it's going to be very interesting what what happens in the in the, in the group stage in the in the state and um, Super Twelve. Well, of course, uh, we did say that uh, we'll uh, give uh, an update on that last game of the qualifiers. It's very interesting because this game uh, they are only waiting for it so that uh, we can, uh, they can confirm as to who is going to reach group in the Super 12. Well, now Namibia, they need nine rounds of powerfuls with David Vista on the uh, Chris Payana game. I think the Erasmus, but I will check as to who is the other Batman there. Only two of us left uh, to see whether we'll have a second team uh, from African Commonwealth. Well, Monde, you did mention that knock of Rafi van der Dijen. Well, he could be our wild card going to the uh, Super uh, 12. Of course, South Africa, they are going to this tournament not as underdogs, not as favorites. They are just going there uh, as if they are uh, participants. Well, how much pressure, if any, does it take from the team or does it build the pressure that the team goes to this tournament not being the favorites, not being the uh, underdogs? How much pressure does it take? Um, yeah, I think it does help that we're not the favorites. I think in the past, um, the past couple of World Cups, actually, we've been, um, since I can remember, back in 96, I would say, we've, we've always been one of the favorites, if not the favorites. Um, and we've never quite achieved uh, that status of even making it to the finals. Um, I think the fact that we're not talking about South Africa being one of the favorites or winning it, um, I think it does help the squad take some pressure off. Um, of course, there's expectations from the squad themselves to win every game and to try and win the World Cup. So they'll have pressure that they put on themselves, but as far as the outside and us looking at them, um, and I don't think a lot of us are saying we should win this World Cup. I think we are saying hopefully we can win this World Cup. So that takes a bit of pressure off. So um, that allows guys to play to play freely. So that could be uh, to work to our advantage. Hmm. Well, God, uh, there is something similar uh, with this Portuguese team. 
when you compare it with the uh, rugby team of uh, 2019. I'm saying this because we did talk about it yesterday on our show uh, on uh, Matilda's radio. Well, uh, what is similar, the captaincy, Temba is the first left captain to captain the Proteus. Well, of course, he has pressure on uh, his shoulders. Uh, he needs to perform with the bat. He needs to make sure that he makes a good decision on the pitch. Well, what lesson can Temba learn from Siakoli without putting himself under pressure? I think, I mean, um, a, a captain or leader should lead by example. Obviously, we know Temba's going to open the batting from the top. Obviously, we need someone who's going to open up and put in a good good performance at the top for, 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 the, for the rest of the side. So I think if Temba can do that, then the rest will take care of itself. Um, I, mean, I think what he can learn from Usia is that not everyone is obviously um, gunning for them as, as potential captains or maybe a spot in, in the side. But I mean, just for him, just to lead by example. I mean, doesn't have to say much, just by leading by example on, on the field when he takes up in, in the middle of the field uh, when he's batting. Well, of course, now we will go deep into the game that they start tomorrow. And uh, with that, uh, we, I can confirm, in Namibia, they won uh, that game. And uh, Ireland missed out of the Super 12, which is very, very, very interesting. We'll be having two teams in the T20 World Cup 2021. And that team is going to be joining for sure uh, because looking at it as to uh, which uh, group, okay, yeah, those been joining uh, that group of India, New Zealand, and also Amakwebana, uh, Apayanage, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Scotland. Very, very interesting. And also well done uh, to our neighbors. Namibia. Well, of course, gentlemen, tomorrow day is that big game. I'm saying this is a big game because when you are looking at the sports rivalry that they concern our national team, when it comes to cricket, South Africa, they don't want to lose against Australia. South Africa, they don't want to lose against England. Well, a lot is at stake into that match because Anyone who wins that game will be setting the tone in that group. Well, Australia, they haven't been the side that we, uh, uh, that we know of. Uh, losing both, they are, in fact, uh, they lost their last game and they won their first one in the warm-up again. What can you expect? It's the first time in a, in a very long time where um, South Africa and Australia are coming to a tournament. Um, not been spoken about highly as one of the favourites. I think most people will have India, England, possibly even New Zealand ahead of both those teams. Um, if you want to throw the West Indies out there because of their firepower and their defending champions. So um, in terms of expectations, I, I think it's it's a strange feeling for both countries not to be one of those favorites. But again, the fact that there's not a lot of pressure on both teams to win it, um, I think will make an exciting game because it allows both teams to play with a lot of freedom. Um, Australia played that way anyway. Uh, they still got some really good players and some match winners, and so do we. So I think it should be a very close game and an exciting game to watch. Well, of course, now let's go and listen to the press conference uh, by the Proteus Captain Chamber Babuma. 
Thank you very much. Um, welcome to this press conference, the pre-match press conference with Timba Bavuma from the Proteus. Um, we'll start with Nathan, followed by Thedos and then Tunis. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Sips. Uh, Timba, you managed uh, two uh, out of two hot fields of warm-up victories. Are you confident with the squad that you currently have you can progress through to the playoff stages? Being put in a tough pool, taking into consideration you guys missed out on Fraf and Taib, including the guys currently performing the T20 competition back at home with the likes of Riley Ryan or so, Courtney Bartman, and uh, uh, the last person was um, Jeepers of Forgot. But just give us all your, your, um, your comments, please. That was a long question. Um, yeah, I am confident um, in the squad that we have here. Um, it is a squad that we've um, that we've been playing together for quite a while for the last couple of months. Um, it's a squad that we built. Um, we've tried to cover all our bases um, in terms of fast bowling, in terms of spin, as well as the batters. Um, and I think over the last while, with the positive results that we've been able to get, that has helped our confidence um, and given us comfort in the guys who are here. Followed by um, Dennis, and remind everyone please um, put your hands up um, if you would like to ask a question. Hi, Timber. Uh, Timber, I just want to check in on, on the fitness. Um, how are you doing, and how is Shamsi doing? Uh, hi, Fedos. Um, on my side, the fitness is, is good. Um, I obviously managed to get through the two games um, unscathed. The hand arm held up nicely, so I'm all good to go. Shamsi as well, I understand that he's also good to go. Um, he did pass his fitness test today, so yeah, he's good, I'm good as well. Dennis? How's it, Timba? Um, good to hear that, that you fit. Uh, I was wondering if uh, in the in the, in the two warm-up games, you, you spent quite a bit of time in the middle, um, but the, the strike rate was, was probably not uh, where you would have wanted it. Was, was that just a case of um, of a bit of match fitness lacking uh, after your injury, uh, or, or is that sort of like part of the game plan for you to to to, to rotate the strike and just try and stay in as long as, as as possible? Yeah, I think from my side, I mean, not having played cricket for quite a while, they probably um, contributed to that. Um, I think also adjusting to the conditions and I guess trying to formulate a game plan that was also part of that. Um, but yeah. I think probably being out of the game for quite a while, that, that was probably the main contributor. Sanele followed by Pilasande. Thank you so much. Uh, Hello, Temba. Uh, good to hear that you're well. Uh, my question is centered around the fact that uh, South Africa itself uh, is a very demanding country. Uh, South Africa is incredibly hard to please. Uh, case in point with the recent performances that you've had, as well as the team, we still warrant some form of criticism from the country. Uh, so my question is, uh, mentally, uh, where is everyone mentally at, at the moment? How is the team mentally? Like, how have the boys been prepared mentally to deal with the daily pressures that will come from home in this moment? Uh, I mean, yeah, we understand that um, our, our fans, our media are quite um, forgiving. There's a high demand for excellence at all times, and we understand that as professionals, we'll be judged according to that standard. Um, we know that coming into the World Cup, but in saying that, you know, there are certain things that we can control, and then that's what we do on the field. Um, everything else, we try keep away from the team, from the team, um, 
we'll try to focus as much energy um, inwards and, and on each other. So, I mean, that's something that we've done over the last while. Um, I think as a team, um, as individuals, we've come under heavy attack um, from, from, from the media, from the fans over the last couple of while. So, I don't think it'll be anything different, to be honest. Um, we'll, we'll keep as we've been doing, um, keep staying together as a team. Um, as a family and keep focusing on our cricket. Hila? Hila Sande? Sorry, we'll move on to... Nathan, is that a second hand from you? Oh, yes, please, sis. Um, thank you, and please keep your questions shorter. Am I asking questions? I'm going to Sorry, I'm just muting someone quickly. Thank you. Please go ahead. Am I asking closer? Um, please ask uh, Zuni language or closer questions at the end. We'll move on to Dennis. Thanks. Uh, Timba, uh, with regards to the team balance, um, are you guys sort of looking at Maybe playing three spinners or longer batting lineup uh, on Saturday. Where is the thinking at uh, around that? Yeah, we've considered both actually. Um, we haven't finalised it as yet. Well, the selectors haven't finalised as yet. Um, but obviously, looking at the squad, you know, if we, if we do decide to go with um, the, the slower, the slower bowlers route, we do have those guys um, at our disposal. Decide to go with an extra bowler, extra batter. We do have that, um, but what I understand is that the selectors are still um, deciding on that. Um, Pila, I understand you're having issues with your mic function. You can type your question on the chat panel and I'll read it out for you. In the meantime, we'll move on to Aditya. Uh, how is it, Timber? Uh, good to see you're doing well. Um, my question is that uh, there's been quite a lot of chat about the heat in the UAE and given South Africa has a game tomorrow, uh, a game tomorrow, how do you, how do you prepare, how do you prepare for the heat? Has the team acclimated well? Uh, yeah, I think the team has acclimatized quite well. Um, we've had, we've had good sessions, um, good training sessions during the day in the morning um, to, I guess, get our bodies used to the heat. Um, I don't know what else we can do, to be honest. Um, it is hot, it is humid on um, this side of the world. Um, but I guess we, ex we, we accepted that. Um, but yeah, I think we as prepared as we can. We'll have a question from the floor. Zahir Adams, you can go ahead. Hi there, Timber. Um, in regards to, it's been a build-up, it's been a long build-up, and it's finally here. How are the guys excited for tomorrow? And, and also just playing against Australia, I mean, that's always uh it's a it's a, a way to start the tournament for south africa how do the boys feel are they are definitely up for facing the aussies yeah look i mean i must be honest there is a bit of anxiety amongst the guys there is a bit of butterflies and i think that's something that is um expected um in terms of coming up against australia i think there's no there's no motivation no bigger motivation for the guys um, um matches or, or clashes against australia have always been full of fire don't expect it to be anything different tomorrow so I mean us I mean tomorrow being the opener for us is obviously a big game um, we want to start off well we want to hit the ground off running um, we, we 
it's got to get that momentum rolling in our favor. But the guys, I believe, are in a good space. Another question from the floor. Um, Fiso Mazibugo. Fiso, yeah, from um, With regards to obviously just momentum to start well in tournaments, how important is that to you as the captain to make sure that from a mental point of view, the team starts on the front foot and does well in that very first game? Yeah, it's always important to start off well. Um, you want to get that you want to get you want to throw that first punch in um, early on and then try to ride with that momentum as, as much as you can I think the, the way the tournament is also set up with only five games um, in the group stages you know you don't really have time to, to be behind the eight ball so I mean we'll be looking to, to really hit the ground running um, tomorrow play our best cricket and take it from there we're in the last three questions. I'm going to read um, Pilar's question. Um, Australia lost two series away to Bangladesh and West Indies. Do you expect them to come into this match under more pressure than you as the South African team? I think both teams are under pressure, to be honest. Um, what has happened in the past, I mean, you've got to put behind that. Yes, there's learnings that you can take from it, but I think the I mean, a, a competitive side, a powerful side like Australia, I don't think um, will allow those type of to deter them um, going forward so you know we won't be undermining them looking at their false results um, we know what type of team that they are and it will be important for us that we bring our in game uh, just a question Aditya is that a hand a new hand or would you like no no it's not it's not Sorry. all right um, we'll finish off then with Nathan in Tosa uh, Okay, for two books. Okay, wa bukena umtalo beti twenty zanti. Watu kubani abadlala basi sile kula tumeni. Ah, eh, bengine alifumani tuwa na bugela the competition ni la loya mungu ti twenty. Um, makona abadlala ngiye ba ba kwa tiba faga bisi shanza. Yes, the one who performs, but I think. Ah, makona abadlala bati ngiye tiba tiba faga bisi shanza sabo na umakuru bora. We'll take one last question from Leeton Portman, and guys, we'll have to finish there. Thank you. Leeton, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Sir. Uh, Emma. Emma, just um, on Australia, um, who do you feel they can be taken on um, in terms of their, their uh, uh, team, and, and who do you think they will be strong when you guys need to be at the best? Uh, I think obviously the bowling attack is. I mean, he's quite strong. I mean, I, I think having played them in the past, the type of team they look to strike up front, um, really try to get into that middle order. So I think from our, our point of view with the bat, um, we want to make sure we play the powerful as well as we can um, so we don't allow them you know, to kind of get into the, our middle order with their slow, with their slow bowlers. Um, and with the bat, I mean, they, they, I think you know, they're quite top QB. Um, guys like Finch, guys like Warner Smith at the top, so, you know, we're also obviously looking to strike up front um, and 
put their middle batters under uh, under pressure. The earlier we can get those guys in, those guys in um, the field, the more we can put them under pressure. But I think their side, you know, they've got they've got good resources, fast bowling, um, slow bowling, as well as from a batting point of view. So I think it will be a good um, good encounter. Thanks very much, everybody, for joining us. Tomorrow, there are two matches in South Africa against um, Australia at 12 o'clock. The is again West Indies in England and West Indies. Listen, West Indies, obviously we know they're not performing um, as we expected them to be. Um, obviously, they've replaced uh, one of their key players. Um, so I think for, for them, I think it's just for just um, trying to pick up the, pick up the, the bowling and the, and the batting. Because we know that they have a strong batting lineup. I think the bowling is, is what getting them done a, a bit. So I think for them, it's very important that Chris Gale, uh, Pollard, the big names, the veterans in their side, obviously try to pick it up and obviously lift the, the rest um, for the bowlers as well at the, at the end for, for, for West Indies against England. And of course, um, now we will just focus on the game of South Africa and the uh, Australia. Gentlemen, you know that there's been a talk of the town about the old Temba Baboma opening the department. Where is he best suited in that uh, top order moment? Um, I, in, the, in the white ball version of Tenda, I've always felt that because of his style of batting, he needs to open and be at the top. Um, I think that if you look at our, our lineup, and depending who's going to be playing in your top four, um, he, he, he's yelling at the power game, so to speak. Um, he's a very good stroke player of the ball, sort of like a Hashim Amla Tenduka, if you will, doesn't hit the ball out the park. So I like him at the top. Um, where you can have the other guys who are sort of the projectors coming and batting around him. Um, I think would be his role in many ways. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd love to see him open um, and, and give him that role of guys batting around him who can hit the ball out the park. Well, of course, and your preferred line up for tomorrow. One to eleven. Yes. Oof. Should I prepare for that question? Um, Quinton, I might forget someone, but you said preferred, so I would go Quinton, Temba, uh, Markram, Rassi, David Miller. Oof. That's six, that's five. Six would be, what am I forgetting? Again, I haven't seen the record, so it's hard to say in terms of bowling lineup. Um, so I would probably go with my number one spinner's obviously Shams, he's the number one bowler in the world. Is he injured? Yes. Oh, that's not good. Ah, the groin injury, so he's not bad. Yeah. So I know he had a groin injury, so then you'd have to go with Maharaj, because he can hit the ball out the park as well, so he gives you the batting. Um, Rabada, Mukia, who's my third seamer now? Kiti, yeah. So those three of my seamers, the usual three. Maharaj, um, that's another question coming up now. Do you play Mozart? 
I guess you'd have to play more than. That's very interesting, though. In the 2018, in the 2015. Yeah, um, I'm a Tatis, Tatis. I think we have to let uh, put him on the go because he's about to commentate. If that's fine. Okay. Well, of course. Uh, just to before I let you go, before I let you go, there is also that uh, dilemma that we could not to be decided whether to go with three teams. Uh, plus um, an uh, all-rounder, or we go with just uh, three singers and uh, two spinners. What will we do tomorrow? I, I, again, I, I think you have to see the wicket first before you make a decision. So if it is going to be a bit turning, or because um, Australians can play seam, they, they enjoy the ball coming onto the bat. So if it is a bit slow and and going to take some turn, then you go with an extra spinner. I think you go with. Bian Bute and Maharaj as your two franchise players because Markham can give you something with the ball too. So the fact that Shams is injured, um, you would have to go with those two franchise players. Because uh, we will let all good Monday go because he has some other duties. I'm sure I'm going to call him back to Salah. Hello, Karim Shogo. Well, God, uh, we will uh, we will uh, finish from here on a call. Uh, this is a very very interesting game tomorrow because Lamo Kwanza Omabi they will want to get those points on the board from the net one because they are in a very very tricky group. As I said, the group it has West Indies who are the who are the defending champions. England, we know England how England are. And also now there is Sri Lanka, there is also Bangladesh. All of them are capable of uh, beating any side in that group. Well, of course, uh, well, while Mondo was saying, uh, uh, while keeping his uh, eleven men, we are also giving him some few players. I want yours. Your betting line. I That's think we have to. Look- I think we, I think we also have to look at the, the the bowling as well because I mean you can I mean obviously Mark we, as as Puramonde said we have to consider Markham can bowl as well the part-time spin bowler so that's a that's a bonus for for us on top then obviously we can put in a, maybe um Maharaj in just to complement Ulanuga Markham and then we can obviously look at our our prime prime bowling bowlers obviously Urabata um. Nokia and Oungi, those players have been playing the IPL, so why not start them? Mm-hmm. And obviously, so if you're looking at uh, the 1 to 11, I will put two tab on top with the Quinton. Obviously, Quinton and complements with Temba very well because Quinton likes to, to be more aggressive and Temba is more, more um, assertive on, on his shots. Then, obviously, at three, um, we'll be looking to have uh, Markram at three, then uh, Urasi at four, uh, five. Um, Miller can come in for at five, and then at six, um, let's start at the bottom 11, 11, Nokia, and then U, Rabata, Giti, Keshav Maharaj. So that's four on top. So that's uh, Mash Maharaj. I think that to be number seven because mm. eight is going to be Rabata, 10. Sorry, one mm-hmm. more. Yes, maybe are you going with the same all rounder, or you or you get yourself another? I think I think Mother or maybe perhaps an extra spinner, but we know that to Maharaj is injured. So I don't know if maybe they might replace Maharaj with, with another spinner for maybe 14 as well. Yes, so 
Well, uh, in your team, both you and Mende, I don't see the name of Riza Henry. You know, Riza, if um, uh, if the wicked will be favoring spin match or which uh, spin will be used, we know that Riza plays spin very well. Why you guys you don't pick Riza? Uh, Riza, um, where? That's the question. Because, I mean, we've got, I mean, Riza, we know that he's a, he's a top order batsman. Makram um, mm. has been performing very well at the moment for for the Proteas. I mean, who do you leave out? I mean, there's a Temba as well. There's a Quinn yeah. the Cock. I mean, where do you, where do you fit him in? Because Makram can give give you something else, um, can ball for the, for the team. I mean, Urasi, obviously, we've seen what he's done so far with the protest. He's been on form. I mean, who do you leave out? I mean, Miller, we know what Miller can do on his day. So, I mean, who do you leave out? Because, I mean, we know that Urizar is, yes, he can ball, but he's not one of the one of the part-time bowlers that, that the protest use. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, well, mine, well, you know, what we have in South African team, we are having more of um, a nice headache whereby uh, we have too many openers that uh, they can open. Uh, River can open with uh, Quentin de Kock, Temba can open with uh, Quentin de Kock, and also Makram can open with Quentin de Kock. So we have to know as to who do you stagger with, but I will go with uh, Quentin de Kock at the top. Hmm. I'm still undecided. I don't know. Let me leave number two just yet. Let me go to number three. Number three, I'll go with Riz, uh, with Pandigitin. Uh, At number four, I will go with Temba. At number five, I'll go with Umila. In fact, number five, I'll go with Uklassen. And then at number six, I go with David Miller. And uh, I won't have a, I won't have an all-rounder. Uh, so I will have Maharaj, and then uh, Rabada, Notier, and also Lulingi. So I will be having two spinners, which is going to be contained, whatever way he's going to bet. But I will have two spinners, and also three spinners a day. And then number two. So wait, so who you your two spinners? It's all fourteen and. And the uh, uh, Maharaj. Let's not forget to mark him as well. So that's three, three on three. I haven't picked uh, Makram just yet because I'm not too sure whether I go with Makram opening at the bat or River. So between those two, well, I'll go with. Okay, let me kill one person there. So I'll go with Makram at number two, and then I take out. Uh, and then put the reason there. Then we can swap uh, from number three down to number five. So anyone can bet from number three to number five. Interesting. Well, well, uh, uh, well before we can just wrap up at this, uh, of course, uh, you did not uh, favorite to go to the semifinals. going to the semifinals. Uh, can you repeat the question again, please? Can you uh, give us your four peaks of the team that you think they will go to the final? Um, obviously, we have to look at the, at the log, the, uh, the, the table. Um, we've got Australia, England, South Africa, West Indies. Um, 
arguably at the top four for the first first pool. Second pool is India, New Zealand, Pakistan, and we could maybe take a, a dark horse between uh, Afghan, Afghanistan and Scotland. So maybe Scotland, the top four for, for those pools. And then, but for pool for the first pool, I would say uh, Australia, England. Um, for the second pool, I would say India, New Zealand. I mean, I, I'm sure everyone would be saying the same uh, for for those two pools. I think when I want to make into that pool. I think it's a good I think there will be time. How come we don't pick South Africa? <laughs> I, I understand where, where you're going on with South Africa, but the thing is, at the moment, we're blowing hot and cold. I mean, we've seen our results uh, recently um, for the past two years under Mark Boucher. So, I mean, we're blowing, blowing hot and cold. Yes, we've been performing, but the thing is, we've been performing against teams that haven't been ranked top five. And now, Paul, we were playing against teams that are ranked and maybe the top four because obviously we have uh, Australia and England as well. So for us to, to manage to, to beat one of those is going to take a big feat from, from, from the side. Well, of course, that is the peak of Madden Dean, which is picking Australia, England in group one, and then in group two is India and also New Zealand. There's also another tricky side lane in that group of India, which they will be opening that group in the second match. And on Sunday, India and Pakistan is a great rivalry that everyone is looking forward to. Can you perhaps, uh, in fact, uh, can you perhaps, after that game, if India goes down to Pakistan, will you change your pick of the... Um. Listen, I'm basing, I'm basing my, my, my predictions on, on past results and obviously warm-up warm up games as well. India have been on form. Most of all the guys that have that, played um, in the IPR are obviously featuring for, for them and they're obviously accustomed to the UAE um, grounds. So, I mean, for them, it's, it's, a, it's a no-brainer for us to, to pick India on top. Um, but as you said, uh, Pakistan, if they can topple India, it will obviously be... Um, it will be a different story because now you've got to con consider three teams uh, in that in that pool. Well, of course, we're not going to pull it. This is uh, the Cricket World Cup podcast. Uh, that and the Ball World Community Cricket T20 uh, Men's uh, Cricket World Cup uh, started on the 18th of October and uh, the final will be on the 14th of November. Uh, uh, we will also uh, chat next week on this podcast platform to uh, give the review and the preview of uh, the Cricket World Cup. Uh, can you repeat the question again, please? I couldn't can't hear you. Well, because I was saying, well, of course, now we'll call it a day. Uh, we, will, uh, we will come again next week to uh, uh, give the reviews and the previews of the uh, second uh, week of the World Cup to our listeners. Yes, for, for sure. Um, obviously, uh, you'll be on obviously on, on Madiba's radio, and obviously we're on, on on the podcast as well, the bench warmer. So it'll be interesting what happens uh, from 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 the first week going on to the second week, as we'll pre be previewing and reviewing the first week of of the World Cup. Mm. Well, because uh, I know that uh, you are family, there is something that is happening where you are. Can you tell a little what's happening? Um, so obviously we are here in Kimberley with the CSA T20 knockout. The challenge is the country, the, it's the final between the, the Knights and the Dolphins. Um, it's quite interesting. Um, the Knights have uh, posted a total. Um, obviously the Dolphins obviously are chasing the, that total now. It's been 
It's been an exciting week um, leading up to this final action. Mm. Well, of course, Kumbalego uh, Kiki, local season of Head of the Kayan in CSA. Yes, I will get my Sabona next week on a Dimsula Pulam. Some of the disc podcasts will, uh, will be available on Matima's radio platform podcast. Let me add the management important thing at that. Thank you, Abulela Management. Well, of course, that was the captain of the Protease, Temba Pavuma, uh, giving us uh, the pre-press uh, pre conference. Ah, oh, goodness me.